0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss Dynasty Strategy, Rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson. My fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. Garrett Price. How's it going? And Jared Wackerly behind the board. What's up? So we're here uh, today's show. You know, now that the rookies are a part of the NFL, it's official. You know, we did a mock draft last week, did Mm -hmm. some uh, um, guys we like and whatnot. We have ADP. You know, we're working really hard behind the scenes here at Dice Nerds to get like really up to date ADP um, and get it onto the new app and our website and all that stuff. Right. And so we have the ADP in front of us because. It's easy to sit here and talk about rookies and ranking them all this time, and then you go draft them. Yeah, that's important because you got to know where to rank, draft them, and whatnot. But now they're a part of the NFL. They're no longer, yes, they're rookies, but they're part, if you're doing a startup, they're part of the draft class. It's all one whole, it's all one big pool. So where do these guys fall in line? You know, rookie fever is a real thing in dynasty. Whew. And based on this ADP, we will find that out. Yes. Yeah. And you need to make sure they have a cold towel over your forehead so this fever cools down and you're not making average dumb picks. Yeah. Cause that's what this ADP could be sometimes. It could be not saying it is. <laughs> not saying it is. When I get a fever, I want more cowbell. Yeah. These these people want more rookies. That's
1: just it's more true. Rookies.
0: It's a it's it's interesting to say the least. But Got a fever. Listen, there's there's value to be had there, and that's the game of dynasty fantasy football. We're trying to find value, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we say it all the time in the show. It's it's a game of you know finding the right window to stick your hand in and grab that piece of uh, pie. <laughs> Slow down. I thought you were gonna say a cowbell. Uh, I didn't know where you we were going with that. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say a pizza.
2: Do you make it a habit of just sticking your hand in windows when there's pie? <laughs> yeah,
0: oh. Oh. there we go. You oh. D- 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 see D- a hot, of D- pie on a windowsill, walking by when you're walking your dog, a and you're like, a pie. Bugs Bunny
2: cartoon. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. Yeah. He smells it, and you see like the smell lines. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah.
0: I'm and I'm floating by. I was and say, like, Rich would be he'd be three feet off the ground got his toes pointed yep. like he's jumping. Oh, yeah. A, a vertical jump. Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm not a big sweets guy <laughs> outside of like bird. chewy, like gummy, fruity candy, but like I do like pie. I mean, pies are delicious. Yeah, way better than cake. I was going to say, I prefer them over cake. Oh, way over Depends cake. Depends on the pie. Certain pies for sure, but there are certain cakes that are delicious, especially ice cream cake. Uh, dude, hot pie with cold vanilla ice cream, a la mode is what they call it in, uh, you know, that country that starts the words with a <laughs> la. <alla. clears throat> yep. What's your favorite kind of pie? <laughs> uh, strawberry rhubarb is really up there, but like, I really, I mean, can't go wrong with apple pumpkin, but like pumpkin hot, is up there for hot sure. Cherry pie. Like my mom, I don't like cherry my pie mom by makes
1: the best, most delicious, like tart cherry. pie. Oh
0: yeah. But Fantastic. the with vanilla ice cream, it's gotta be a la mode. Like I don't want ch- like nope. straight by itself. Strawberry rhubarb pie. We,
2: we grew up in the woods and we had wild blackberries and we did wild blackberry <laughs> oh, that's pie. That's good too.
0: Grew up oh. in the woods.
2: Blue, yep. Blueberry I pie. Woods, I will I will say blueberry You've been pie. To my house, my parents
1: house,
0: you know where I live? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trailing a horse and buggy like for like <laughs> two miles. I was like, <laughs> That's
2: pretty accurate. You yeah. either pass a tractor and Amish buggy every day. Blueberry pie, so close
0: to blackberry, very close. It is one of my favorites. I like blueberry pie. Yeah, I like pie. Yeah, I don't like chocolate pie. But I, I don't, don't like either. much chocolate or anything. Yeah, you know? yeah. Though, though it's weird because I tell people I don't like chocolate, and they're like, "Oh, what's wrong with you?" I'm like, "What's wrong with you, chocolate lover?" Uh, I do like uh, chocolate. My favorite though, cake. I don't chocolate really cake. like. Okay. Weird. Chocolate like... Cake. okay, weird. Chocolate ice cream, grossest yeah. one of the grossest things I've ever. It's so gross. That is uh, odd to me. So they're blue cheese. Weird. Chocolate ice cream? Yeah, gross. Chocolate ice cream's great. Well, well, most gross. ice creams are great. Favorite chocolate peanut butter. Which yeah. is weird because most ice creams are great, but
2: not chocolate ice cream. Interesting. What about like Moose tracks where it has like the chocolate chunks? Too
0: much chocolate. Let me ask you this. What mm.
2: about mint chocolate?
0: Very good. That's mint chocolate mint, chip. Mint
2: chocolate chip. is great. That is, great. What about? That is yeah. great. Waffle
0: yeah. cone, mint chocolate chip. Ooh. Top three. Yeah. Top three. Fantastic. I mean, strawberry's number one, but yeah. You know. So welcome to the Dynasty <laughs> Ice Cream Show where we rank the best pies and ice creams. Hope your mouth is watering. (laughs) Uh, Dessert
1: hour is over.
0: Let's get into this. I want to talk ADP, but before we get in here, I got to tell you about our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. It's the easiest place for you to play fantasy football now that the NFL draft is complete. That means Best Ball Mania 4 is live and underway in Underdog. I'm in there. I'm starting a new one every single time one ends. It's the largest fantasy football tournament of all time. It's only $25 to enter you get a shot at $15 million in total prizes and a first place prize of $3 million, Ooh, $3 million. That's a right. Little bit. That's a lot of zeros. You want to miss out on this action. The best part is because it's best ball format. All you have to do is draft your teams, which you can do at the home, at your home, on your phone, on your, you know, in the bathroom. Uh, set the eight hour timers. All mine are eight hour timers. Cause Every time I do one that's not an eight, time, eight hour timer, I forget that I started the draft and then I get <laughs> auto done that too. Every single time. So in best ball mania, you join the tournament, draft your team. You would in any normal fantasy football league and your lineup is locked in once the draft is complete. No waivers, no trades. That's right. Set it and forget it until it's time to collect your cash. Underdog automatically optimizes your weekly lineup and the highest score in one that there is. So what are you waiting for? Get signed up on underdogfantasy.com or via the app store with promo code NERDS. The underdog will double your first deposit up to hundred bucks. That's underdog fantasy promo code NERDS to take your shot at the cool $15 million in best ball meaning 4. But wait, there's more dice nerds. You get it. You know, where's more has agreed to give any new underdog subscriber that uses the promo code NERDS one year, complimentary nerd herd and dynasty GM subscription with your deposit of at least $10 or more that will get you complete access to the app as well. That's coming out soon. This is for new users only on both underdog and dynasty nerds. You will see an email with your promo code within 24 hours. If you are an existing nerd herd member already, we will send you the most comfortable shirt in the world. Must be 18, 19. 18 plus, 19 plus in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 plus in Massachusetts and Arizona. And present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona. Call one eight hundred Next Step in New York. Call one eight seven seven eight Hope New York in Tennessee. Call one eight hundred eight eight nine nine seven eight nine. Now ADP. You, only, good, you only
1: messed that up that one little at the beginning. Good job. That wasn't bad. Very
0: proud of you. Only time I'm really happy to talk fast. And we're back talking ADP. But you do it every other other second of the day. Don't tell me how to live my life, boy. (laughs) Guess who the 1-1 is in ADP? Uh, Superflex Titan Premium. This is Superflex Titan Premium. Me. Because that's how we operate right now. Garrett has an arm of gold. It's got to be him. What, for ADP? 1-1? He's the number one dynasty analyst, let alone fantasy football player. Unbelievable. yeah burn, sucker see S- 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 how he treats me disrespect you, you had Justin Jefferson's contested catch rating too low <laughs> I'm never ever gonna let it go I'll never forgive you <laughs> you, know, you, go like, you told everybody to draft Clyde there over letter for Jonathan Taylor <laughs> damn it <and> I did <laughs> and I wouldn't do it again and I learned I, from a mistake so yeah, right so Superflex ADP with rookies involved here. So we, you know, we are running constant mock drafts on dynastonards.com. If you, if you're in the discord, you'll see him. If you're on Twitter, you're going to see him to join on sleeper there. And we're going to be doing this pretty consistently. Um, Peter Bartowski, he's going to be um, running those for us. And what we're going to do is generate ADP and you're trying to give you the most up-to-date ADP out there. You know, we don't want to get you something we just get, you know, in the beginning of the month or sometime we want to get you consistent ADP. So we're going to do that for you. And we're going to do a lot of shows about it because the best time to find trade value, which we've done a good job doing it just, you know, through the season and the off season is follow the ADP trails because yep. that's what the people are thinking. If you don't know what ADP is, it is called it's sort for average draft position. Uh, basically, you consume, you know, a whole bunch of drafts. You put them in there and see what their uh, average out to be.
1: See where the, the player is picked on average basically is what it is. Right.
0: Yep. So, so Garrett, what's the first thing you know? Um, let's look at the first rookie first of all. He it's Bijan Robinson, Superflex right. leagues. He's the first one off the board at average pick twelve. Yep, yep. And he's
2: the only running back right now with a first round ADP. Uh, Rightfully so. I and I have no issue with this. It's it is odd for a lot of people. Like he hasn't even taken a snap in the NFL, and he's the number one dynasty running back. Well, specifically with dynasty. You need that youth. You need that youth on your side. He's got it, obviously. He has the first-round draft capital, top 10 pick. And even I was looking at guys over the past 10 years that were top 15 draft picks at the running back position. On average, the first season, on average, and this is including Melvin Gordon, who had kind of a dud, on average, they were running back seven overall. So... And he did nothing as He did year. nothing. Yeah. All of those other five guys of, of those six other than Melvin Gordon were all top 10 running backs in their very first season. So we should expect B. John Robinson to perform right away, right from the rip. And he's got legitimate RB1 upside each and every season for the
0: next five, eight well, years. I don't expect, I know. Like if B. John stays healthy, he's he's top five. He's. Gonna have, I told you guys at the cabin, like he's going to have 2,000 all-purpose yards.
1: Sure. I mean, he's in, a, he's in a perfect system. Obviously, they want to run the heck out of the ball there. <laughs> and he's got a great skill set. He's an all-around guy that they never need to take off the field. So, yeah, I, I agree that he's going to have a monster season. I don't know that it's going to be 2,000 all-purpose yards or anything like that. But, I mean, he could easily eclipse the 1,500-yard uh, type of range, all-purpose, you know, blinged without even like batting an eye, you know what I right. mean? Right. So, so the question for talented. you guys,
0: I have rather, the gate that have to do with B. John Robinson. And we're going to kind of talk like some rookies here and maybe some value behind that aren't rookies, because mm. that's, that's where the value is. You know, I preach on the show more than anybody else saying, you know, I'd rather take a proven asset that I know is good mm-hmm. um, over the upside of a rookie any day, because you have a 50% chance of missing it as it is just being a rookie. It doesn't matter how much we love the prospect. Um, I know Bijan Robinson's most likely an outlier. Any running back who I've ever felt as strongly about Bijan about has never failed, ever. Like that, He's he seems like a so if I say bulletproof, he seems bulletproof, and I don't like to throw the word bulletproof around. Like I don't be who's like oh he's generational, you know, like right. Bijan's in that category.
1: He, he absolutely is, man, I, and and we don't throw it around lightly. I think,
0: and and that's important. You know, to, he's to in state the Zeke that. And and Saquon, only category. other running backs I've ever felt that way about. Um, so the question yeah. for you guys that I would have is, you know, Bijan Robin going go on one twelve superflex tight premium. How do you guys feel about? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just dismiss all these other. Uh, Position players like AJ Brown, CD Lamb, like I'm okay taking Bijan ahead of those guys, but what about the likes of Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray? I mean, obviously, you're that's
1: that's that's hard for me. I mean, any any of those guys you just mentioned, they're just going to be higher scoring players week to week. I mean, Deshaun Watson maybe not. He was only I think at around 16 points last year, 17 points. Per game, so he might not be. Oh, dude, He's like Jefferson; he's on his way up. <laughs> that's what. That's what. That's what you think. He don't
0: fry. He don't fry
1: fish in the kitchen. No. Like, he, he, also burn, hit, he also doesn't He also doesn't eat wide open wide receivers in the flat. He bounces them in or
2: airmails them over. Stop
0: living in the past. I mean, it was last year. I was going to say Kyler Murray for sure.
2: <laughs> for sure. Here's the here's the thing about Bijan. Wait, you would take
1: Bijan over Kyler Murray? Yes, I, I would feel okay about that because I don't. I Kyler Murray, I don't see as like a long term asset. At the quarterback position. So I would would be okay taking a generational running back that I think I'm going to get seven or eight years out of as opposed to a quarterback who I'm not sure is on the steadiest of ground long-term.
2: Even with Dak and, and Deshaun, they're both, you know, they're probably, we would say, in their prime right now. So they could easily both have another 10 years to go in their career. So right now you're at about a similar time frame as to you know what we would expect a generational running back to be at we could we could see him going for about 8 years for a generational
0: running back 10 years 10s pushing, Ten
2: pushing, pushing it but it's still being in the league anyway sure well, you most know sal yeah exactly so uh, you know i think we're seeing that that to the point where he's getting pretty close age wise but on top of that the difference that he makes at the position Versus those guys making at their same position. Do we really expect it? And they could. But do we expect consistently Watson, Murray, and Prescott to be top five at their position? Probably not. I mean, I don't see them booting out Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. I don't see those guys getting booted out often. And then you also have Lawrence and Jackson, which are in that same range. Like, I don't see them getting... You know, but Bijan Robinson, do I think for the next five to seven years that he's going to regularly be a top five running back? I do. We we've seen that out of guys like Zeke and you know some of these top running backs. So I think that that's a realistic possibility. And when you get that difference maker out of position, I'm for it. I usually don't draft running backs in the first round, but Bijan would be the exception.
0: Bijan would be an exception to rule. There's no way I take him have Deshaun Watson. Uh, there's just no way. And I know it's easy. it's hard for me to see through my uh, browns colored uh, glasses and I always admit like if I'm if I'm like anytime I talk about Baker Mayfield I admitted that like this is all homerism I'm not here talking about the player and it was all kind of unjust but with Deshaun Watson in all seriousness um, you know despite of everything that you know outside of the NFL which is I'm just going to focus here in the NFL you know in, in that short instance of last year everything went through before that Deshaun Watson's been an elite quarterback elite quarterback from the time he was in high school to the time he was in Uh, college at Clemson, literally put, you know, Clemson beat Alabama uh, Mm -hmm. at Clemson to coming in and dominating with Houston with no weapons around him. So, you know, could those two years really break Deshaun Watson? Of course, you know, a quarterback can be broken, but at the same time, when we're shooting for upside, like I'm always going to shoot for the quarterback with Dak Prescott. You know, I don't feel like Dak Prescott is special, but I do surround him with, you know, Jerry Jones will always surround him with weapons and I'll always be in position to succeed. In the quarterback at that position, with how thin it is right now, I would have I would be hard pressed to take Bijan ahead of those two guys. I wouldn't argue it. Like I'm not gonna say that's a terrible pick. Like, I would easily take him over to Kyler Murray. But I still feel like the move there is quarterback. Like but I'm also in the superflex flex premium draft. Like it's hard for me not to take a quarterback in the first round. Like even like we were talking earlier about a different player. Mm-hmm. Even with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase on the board, it's hard for me not to grab a quarterback because when you're a have-not at the quarterback position in Superflex, it becomes almost impossible for you to win your league. It really does because when you're a have-not, then it means there's more haves out there. Mm -hmm. And there's only 32 quarterbacks in the NFL, and the bottom third are pretty much from a fantasy football standpoint, pretty much trash. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want those guys. And of course, we have the elite... But the elite quarterbacks, like you mentioned, these young guys, I mean, we're starting yeah. to see a good mold here. Like we've seen it, we've yeah. seen the dynasty market turn at the receiver position. We we talked about this, uh, I think it might have been, I think, last week on the podcast too. Like, where do these receivers finish amongst all these young guys that are already in this class? Like right. that are here to stay for a while. And not even mentioned the older guys like Tyreek Kills, Devonta Adams, Stephon Diggs. Sure. Same thing with these quarterbacks. I mean, obviously Caleb Williams, Drake Mays is gonna come in. Caleb Williams is, you know, he's the next Trevor Lawrence. But we have a good group of young guys here with Lamar resigning. And Lamar is probably one of the biggest question marks. But Trevor Lawrence, an ascending player, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields. You know, like these guys, like once you're outside that bubble, it is easy to say, okay, I'm going to settle, right? Like you take B. John Robinson at 111. But if the 112 was smart, he's going quarterback, quarterback there. Like, he's like, he already saw how that uh, that goes. And now all of a sudden, you're looking at Kyler Murray right. as your quarterback one. And like we mentioned, I don't love the long-term successor. I think Arizona is one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. If they finish with the 1-1 next year, you think they're not taking Caleb Williams? No, they probably will. They'll they go off
2: to figure out what to do with Kyler in right. that contract. But,
0: but you know what I mean? So they're in a bad spot. I mean, I literally think it's the Rams and the Cardinals chasing 1-1. One, one. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Houston, Houston. I think the Rams are abysmal as well. Like, I think those two teams are literally fighting for the 1-1, one, 1-2, one, and then and they'll end up with like 1-3 with the Houston picks. So, like, if you're, if you're doing a Superflex, yeah, you get Bijan, you're, you're pumped. But in Superflex, do you feel real comfortable all of a sudden now that your quarterback is Kyler Murray, is your 1-1 one, one so, quarterback?
1: No, I'm, I don't. But let me ask you this. Do you then dip your toe back into that rookie pool? Do you get crazy that early? Oh, there's
0: a couple. There's a
2: rookie here I would take well, over, Kyler Murray, well, for let's, sure. Let, let's start talking about that because I think that's that was the biggest, I don't want to say surprise, but for the, you. the area that I disagreed with, the ADP, was where the top rookie quarterback was coming off the board. And look, he's my he's my number one rookie quarterback. Me too. But this, this seems really high to me. Go ahead.
0: Who, Who is, want, is it? Yeah, you want me to announce yeah, your favorite yeah, rookie you, quarterback? No, no, you announce it. Yeah, he's my favorite guy too. It's Anthony Richardson, Indianapolis Colts. His ADP right now is right around... Uh, he's the 13. 12th guy off the board, ADP right around 13. So he's the 12th guy off the board, gives him one round ADP, which... And I just... So I am. I just did a startup, Superflex tight end premium. I, I had a 1-1. I took Pat Mahomes 1, obviously. And then it came all back to me to 2-12. And I took Anthony Richardson at 2-12. I took Chris Olave at 3-1. And... For me, it was an easy pick there, and I understand what you're saying. Like, hey, one twelve, yeah, twelve twelve is great. Like, you're you're hitching your wagon here, but like, I don't like again. If you miss out on all these other quarterbacks, like again, I would take Deshaun Watson ahead of Anthony Richardson, and I would probably take Dak ahead of Anthony Richardson. But I'd almost listen to the argument of why you would take Anthony Richardson, and I know it seems crazy going at one twelve, but this is a player that could literally be one two one three by this time next year. We're talking. He could. And I I'm don't gonna say, disagree with that part. And, I, and I'm gonna say this: this is why I won't like. I understand like your your like hesitation here. Like, this is what are you doing at 112? You're taking Anthony Richardson. I'm gonna say this about Anthony Richardson: his athletic profile that we beat it to a horse, right? And we were talking to Anthony Richardson after his first game at Florida on this podcast. Like, do you see this Anthony Richardson get? Like, and then the next week he did terrible. We sure. talked about it yep. on the show. Go back and listen. <laughs> but like, he. When I go back and I watch this tape, and again, I've I said this a hundred times, like when he plants his feet and he processes, like this isn't just an athlete. This is a quarterback too. Mm-hmm. Like Andrew Richardson is a quarterback. And the fact that he went one four, the fact that Jim Irsay came out and said, hey, I would take in this guy one one, right? The, Jim Irsay's got your back. You're in a good spot. First of all, his head coach, Molden, Jalen Hurts, a really good spot. Jonathan Taylor, um, offensive line's iffy, but you're you're literally the best quarterback possible to have behind an iffy offensive line. Michael Pittman Jr., they're going to build weapons around him. By by the way, Steigen was also there for the, the beginning maturation of Justin Herbert, too. Even better. Anthony Richardson's fantasy potential is like Mount Vesuvius on the day it exploded like it's just leaking lava out there it's like you know it's just ready smoke. to it's blow ready to blow who what <laughs> oh um and for me like i know it's tantalizing but like when you are like looking for a player that offers that kind of upside like where do you like at 112 the reason you take him there is cuz you know he's not coming back to you Right? I mean, like, and that's what I was going to say. You know he's
1: not coming back That's what I was going to say. You can't, you can't wait on him, I don't think, to be there at 212 anymore. No. I mean, the ADP suggests it, it won't happen. So, I mean, you have you're to take are going have to get him. him around the turn. You're going to have to get him out the turn if that's where you want him. Or like right, you know, 2-2, two, 2-3, two, uh, two, 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 somewhere if you're lucky. right there. And you know, the right.
0: ADP says he normally won't get there. And, right. I, and I've said it, I said it five times already, so, but I'm going to say it again in case it's the first time you're listening. Look what Justin Fields said last year. They didn't even let the kid throw a football until like week twelve. They wouldn't even let him throw the foot. They would not let him throw the football. Just go ahead and run it. Ran for over a thousand yards. That's gonna be Anthony Richardson this year. But He's gonna throw it more. So,
1: so I mean, let me ask you this: Do you, do you then hope on the next t- next time you come up at at uh, whatever what, what pick that would that be three? Three twelve. Say 312. you say, say you picked one twelve. You're picking three twelve again. Are you then hoping for a guy that's a little bit safer at the at the quarterback position? Somebody like Tua, or somebody like that, like somebody a little bit
0: more stable. I, I got the perfect guy for when he comes back, and I'm gonna talk about because one of my favorite trade targets for these other quarterbacks. His yeah. initials uh, are DJ, and I'm not talking about pump up, the, pump up the jam, DJ Dallas. Yes, I would take him at three twelve. Oh, too. I just heard his table thump under your under your seat, <laughs> DJ um, Dallas. Yeah, I mean it's. There, there's a safety net, but like, I, I have no like. If you really can't trade that pick and you really want him, like you're at one twelve, you're taking him. I'm a firm believer, take your guy because, to me, Anthony Richardson, for the least his first two to three years is insulated, and dare I say it, almost
2: bulletproof. See, that's so risky to me to say that he's bulletproof because he is the most risky player to me. He's the most
0: <laughs> risky player. I know, but here's what they're going to Even if he can't throw the football well, they're going to, like, listen, he's on the field. Like, he's, Ersay wants some. If, if, if Second's like, oh, we get, he's gone. He's fired. New coach that's going to make it work. Like, he's going to, his rushing ability alone is going to lock his him up as a quarterback. short
1: term value is insulated, it's yes. not bulletproof. But, because if he can't throw the ball in and run an offense, he'll be gone, dude.
0: But we, but listen, we are here. You listen to the show. We will identify that early, right? We will find out. But his production, his production will insulate him. Where you can go out and get like, you can go get the one one. You, mm. you know what I mean? You can go get that guy. Like you will be able to trade him. For what do you put like right now, Justin Fields right now. When Justin Fields job? wasn't
1: throwing the ball early in the season, where people were people Dying to go get Justin Fields.
0: They are now as ADP's nine I overall. Understand. not
1: even higher than one. They two, are now, but five, at the six, time seven, eight, they were the first
2: four weeks of the season. He everyone, was dead to people.
1: Everyone was hands off that dude. He can't even throw the ball.
0: I'm not worried about the first four weeks. Right. I'm worried about at, at the end of the year when, his, when he rushed for 1,087 yards or so, and then now all of a sudden he's got a one nine QB. Can uh, we all agree ADP. though that
1: Justin Fields coming into the league was a better passer?
0: Yes. Yeah. 100%. Not a higher draft pick. Not a higher draft pick, but a
1: better passer of the football. And yes. So, so I, I
0: think, but not as good of a runner.
1: I think it is a, it is a path that they're going to use. I think they see that and know that, hey, we can run the air out of the ball. But I, I don't know that they're the exact same player, and I think it's dangerous to pretend that they are.
0: I think you know what I mean. I, oh, of course. I'm not, and I'm not pretending. And listen, I'm not even saying Anthony is guaranteed to put together and become a good passer in the NFL. I am not. That's not what I'm that's not the point. I'm really trying to present he's bulletproof. Yeah. football that's what, from that's facing what I'm, production, I that's think what he's I'm trying to
1: reel in. OK, Oh, I'm Do not I'm casting a
0: line even deeper in deep sea fishing <laughs> out here, people. I'm catching me Shamu. <laughs> Come on, Shamu. I got you right here. A.R. I'm, uh, listen, we're going di- to disagree on this then, and that's fine. I think the production you're going to get on Anthony Richardson from day one, his ADP right now at 112 will be higher at this point next year. I think the production that you get from him, like, that that Russian ability is going to be so juicy and so tantalizing. Like, even if you feel like if I'm worried, and that's why I like Anthony Richardson because I feel like Listen, compared I like to all him. these I've- other quarterbacks, like, you could... Even if I feel like he can't throw the football. you're going to be able to trade him for yeah. what you want to trade him
1: for. I, and I like him. I don't want it to sound like I don't. And I'm trying yeah, to like, I do too. I, I don't just, know if you guys do. I just don't want, I don't want the perception to be that this guy is bulletproof. Cause he is not in my and opinion. That's oh, he's the not, hard part. Okay. Not, he's, not bulletproof.
0: I think he's, I think he's right. very risky. I started to okay. show off. I don't throw this right. <laughs> 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 I, he's not.
2: Bulletproof. And here, Here's why he's I brought him up as, as the guy that like, for me, I'm the most concerned with because in your first round of your, of your startup, if you miss, You've set your team back three years. And that's why you take Bijan at 112 and then hit him at 2-1. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
0: it's okay. Man, I'm okay with it. Fine. Fine. No, I'm okay with that. I'm, listen, I'm just I'm saying, saying missing early 20.
2: is really tough to recover from. So it's, it's all about how risk-averse you are. Right. If you, if you are willing to swing for the fences and say, look, this could blow up in my face. I will either be the best team in the league or I will be the worst team in the league. If you're willing to risk that, then that's fine. I like to play it a little safer, especially in startups. I, I so, you, who I behind
0: think, him here? Are you guys like excited like that? You would take over. Like, I bro,
2: would take the quarterbacks we talked about. I would take him over. Kyler Murray. Kyler's the iffy one, but I would definitely take Watson. I would definitely take Dak. I would probably take those guys ahead of him too. And I said that. I think yeah. I said that.
0: And I was like, but then it gets real close. Uh,
2: Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddle. I would probably take ahead of him. Man, AJ see, Brown. See
1: if I if I was to make this pick and and pull the trigger at one one or at one twelve. I would, I would personally need to go out and insulate that pick. You know what I mean? So We're you would talking need to take Dak Prescott at two one. I would need to take somebody. Uh, m- hey, I know exactly what I'm going to get out of this guy, mm-hmm. uh, and, and a steady Eddie type of guy that I that week in and week out, I know what I'm going to get, and I know he's going to be there
0: for five or or seven years. You know what I mean? Sure. When I took Pat Mahomes one one, it made it really easy for me. So and I listen, I get it. I love the player, but so that's his ADP right there. And if you're wondering where the other quarterbacks are, we see a little bit of a lapse here. And this is where, for me, it starts to get real interesting because, one, Bryce Young is at pick 22.17, and Mm -hmm. C.J. Stroud's at 23.17. I would take C.J. Stroud ahead of Bryce Young. Um, Bryce Young's right behind Brees Hall. He's right behind Jonathan Taylor. Uh, That's Bryce Young. And I'm on route. St. Brown splits C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. But, like, that really... Like, I... One of my biggest so, sell so points hold, here is Bryce you, Young. you kind
1: of said that kind of confusing. It's Brees Hall, Bryce Young, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and then C.J. Stroud, kind of right in a row. Yep, and yeah, that basically ADP.
2: fills out the end of the second round, Correct. ADP yep. wise. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so like Bryce Young going here ahead of C.J. Stroud and going ahead of other quarterbacks like Tua Tug of Iola. Um, it's a and I understand what Tua's like uh, his his head injury concerns. like right, yeah. I understand it's somewhat of a concern. My biggest beef here for me for Bryce Young is like. How far, and this is for everybody that lets this allow, because he, he, over the last month, he's seen a, a dip, and it's Daniel Jones, who's going about 47.67. How you would draft Bryce Young over Daniel Jones, I don't understand. I from, do. Okay, I don't, because for me, first of all, Bryce Young, to me, seems like a safe quarterback. I don't really see the high upside fantasy football production for him, because, like, one, you don't get anything from your legs. It's real hard to produce at a high level without getting anything from your legs. Because if he runs the ball, he's going to be deceased. And I don't want to see that. I want to see him grow a large family and live to his hundreds. Dictated. But, you know, he's a young guy. What is, what is Bryce Young? Like 22 years old, right around there? He will be at some point soon. Sure. Daniel Daniel's Daniel, junior year. I don't know. Daniel Jones is 25. He turns 27 at the end of this month. Wait, What? I mean, He's he, and he turns 27? He turns 26 oh, on okay. the 27th. He does so, turn 26 on the, on the 27th. Okay. <laughs> so Daniel Jones is coming off a year where he was quarterback number nine overall. Daniel Jones is somebody that we've been talking about on this show for a couple of years now. And what's the number one selling at attribute about Daniel Jones, Matt, that we've been talking about for years now?
1: Um his haircut. His athleticism. <laughs> Close.
0: His athleticism. Close. He's, yes. He is the most underrated athletic quarterback, 708 rushing 100. yards last year. He ran for 708 rushing yards, fifth amongst all quarterbacks mm-hmm. and seven touchdowns. And those rushing yards, 52 less than Jalen hurts, 54 less than Josh Allen, 56 less than Lamar. Even though Lamar only had 12 games, he averaged 5.9 <laughs> yards per carry. He averaged 44.3 yards per game. He averaged tripping over nothing only twice last year. There you go. Only two times. So he he finished as quarterback number nine overall. And, Despite that, obviously, it's a lot of his rush ability, which, again, it kind of propels him into that higher uh, end. He was only 15th in passing yards, 3,205, 14th in pass attempts, 8th in completion percentage. So he, when he did throw the full ball, he was really well. He only threw five interceptions, the lowest amongst all quarterbacks with at least 10 games played. The only one that had less than him was Jimmy Garoppolo, who only had four, but he only played in 11 games. Daniel Jones played in 16. He's guaranteed $92 million. So he's there for two years. Mm -hmm. He's got the youth, too. It's not like this is an older player. They put Darren Waller there. So his big thing here is touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. And he doesn't have the weapons there. They bring a guy, explosive guy like Mm Jalen Hyatt. They bring in Darren Waller. Year two into Brian Dable's offense. Daniel Jones, right now, in my eyes, is one of the absolute tremendous values in superflex, and legs. that's what I was just
2: about to say I don't think the issue is as much with where Bryce Young is I think the issue is just that Daniel Jones is too low yeah it's because a huge issue for me because I you know at the end of the second round or you know very beginning of the third round taking those quarterbacks like I get it they're quarterbacks 13 and 14 off the board like I can understand that I think the bigger issue is and you're absolutely correct Daniel Jones is just way too far down this list and he I mean, if you're getting him in the fourth round, you're getting an absolute steal.
0: Steal. I mean, tra- people are drafting Trey Lance two spots ahead of Daniel Jones. <laughs> what are you doing? That's crazy. I told everybody to sell Trey Lance two years ago. Like, now's the time to get out for Trey Lance. You want to do it right now? The value's super high. You yeah. did it. You caused somebody to leave the league. You caused somebody to quit a league because they made <laughs> such a bad trade. You know who you are. You know who you are. Um, who is it? And, uh, we can't say. Stop. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> All right. uh, you know what boy. I' I'm not saying anything personally, but he knows what he did. <laughs> he knows what he did. He's a well-known person in this industry, and he done messed up. But besides the point, you don't make moves like that. Right. You're gonna draft Trey Lance over a proven commodity, or like his own team is probably about to start Mister Irrelevant over him. They signed Sam Darnold, and they're pumping up Sam Darnold. Like
1: what? Somebody said that Sam Darnold was the best thrower of the football ever. In the, same, in the San Francisco uniform. They're really i are really good at evaluating the quarterback. I just, I almost wanted to.
0: How, like, not only is it shocking me that Trey Lance is drafted ahead of Daniel Jones, I'm surprised Trey Lance even drafted where he is. Because, like, just for clarification, he's drafted as the 42nd player overall. His
2: ADP is right around pick 45. QB 16. QB 16.
0: Like, I would rather have Kenny
1: Pickett than Trey Lance. He, he belongs, sure. I mean, for me, he belongs closer to 33, 34, 30. Like, those are the guys. In that, upside backup. Yeah, pickup. yeah. Hey, maybe he'll get a shot type
0: of guy cuz that's how I feel. I don't maybe, think yeah. Do do you guys think Trey Lance will ever be the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers? No. Uh unless he unless for a few
2: games to start the year. No, unless like long term. Yeah, but not long term no. No, long
0: term. No. No, this guy last guy time he even played quarterback like for a long time. What year what what decade was it? <laughs> it was like 2010s, right? It was it was 2019, right? Yeah, 2010s. We're in the 20s, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's 2023. Yeah. You know how long ago that was? Yeah, long time I before. have a kid. They'd be going to school. They, I mean, not smart school, but, you know, school nonetheless. Yeah, like
1: half day school. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: like I looked at it. I put a block on top of another block. Like, way to go, Einstein. I played two games last year. Six games. And what happened 21. to him? I'm just
2: saying.
0: He played football. Yeah, how'd he do? All
2: right, real quick. Bad. ADP-wise, uh, quarterback 27 right now, Mac Jones. Would you rather Mac Jones or Trey Lance? Neither can I pass <laughs> would, if I had to take if I had
0: to take one. I'm I, taking Mac Jones. I would take
1: Mac Jones also if I had to choose which
0: one. shows you how I almost virtually threw up in my mouth by even saying it the first time I've ever said I want Mac Jones on my team. Uh, I know, man. That I, is not true. I like this rookie year. Would've you guys
2: love Mac Jones.
0: Uh, Totally
2: fake news. You drafted him. Super, I will go back and find it. You guys drafted him like the second or third quarterback off the board ahead of like Justin Fields. Oh, no, I did not. I'll I think he was it. the
0: fourth. I'll find everything. it. Yeah, I'll find 0% it. chance. I took him over Justin I'll Fields. It. I'll find it. I'll Zach. Well, I like Zach Wilson. You did like lot. Zach Wilson. Um, yeah. Zach, right, so Zach Wilson was two. Him and Clyde over two uh, uh, My Zach two bogus buddies.
2: Nice. Brock Purdy, his teammate at quarterback 28. Who would you rather have? Brock Purdy. Purdy. At For quarterback sure. 29, Hendon Hooker.
0: Over no. who, oh wait, or, Trey Lance? or Trey Lance? Now we're getting ugly. Now we're getting ugly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Trey Lance. Trey Lance
2: at that point. Uh, Howell is 30. 31 is Matthew Stafford. 32 is Desmond Ritter. I'd rather, Desmond, Trey, Ritter.
0: Lance. I'd rather, I'd rather Desmond Ritter and Trey Lance. I, rather, I know it sounds stupid, but I would but rather... Like, I would I
1: would Matthew rather, Stafford. I don't even... Like, give me a guy I that I know is starting. Are you kidding I, me? At
0: that point, I would rather Trey
2: Lance over those guys just because of his perceived value because I can trade him for more.
0: I didn't like him coming out, let alone now that he's done nothing in... like. Like what success story at quarterback have we ever heard of a guy? <laughs> starts with, he sucked for three, four years. So he never did anything. He didn't do anything. He sat out here yeah. in college, doing anything, Smith. doing anything in the NFL. And then all of a sudden he just comes out. Yeah. Geno Smith, Geno Smith. Yeah. He His just most did it. recent. Just did it. Tannehill did it back. Rich, Tanne- Rich Ryan, Gannon. Ryan Tannehill did it. Yeah. Rich Gannon back in the day. Yeah. I mean, Kurt Warner's bagging groceries at one point. That's right. They ain't making a no movies it. about trailer. Steve, Let's Steve some, Young, uh, Steve Young looked pretty terrible with the, uh, I'm going to trade Tampa browser some Daniel Jones trades. Yeah, find me some value there. So, I mean, yeah, listen, I, and I'm probably like burying Trey Lance way too much here, but I've, I've already planted my flag and I've always, you know, I, think I was the first one I, to say, like, hey, my sources are saying you need to get out from uh, Trey Lance. And nobody, know, how much hate I I got, know how much hate I got, got on got Twitter hate. saying that like, I don't know what I'm talking about and who's your source, blah, 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 And I'm like, listen, man, it's a pretty reliable source. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. They're looking... Same source same You never, you never, you never really say, I have a source. That's true. one time... I don't have a lot of source. That source had a legit source. You did. So, people in the industry know who that source was, and they're pretty astonished by it. Um, So, I mean... Those are the quarterbacks and superflex value wise. What about like, what else are we listening? Let,
2: let's get, let's get back to some of these
0: rookies because we need to, we need to figure out like where they're landing. Well, so how about this? How before we get to the rookies, okay. how about you tell us about our friends Ooh. at FFPC and what they got going on over there with all these new startup leagues going on over there and these, you know, Rotovis, triflex, super Bolt. <laughs>
1: Maybe they can use this ADP to find some value Cross-reference some stuff. His
2: name is Andrew Jones. I'm the secretary yep, of the Ritz, yeah. club. Exactly. All right. So yeah, FFPC launched in 2010. They have over 1,000 active leagues currently running with new startups forming daily, starting at $100 entry all the way up to now it's a $5,000 entry. Not 2,500 anymore, 5,000. So if you want to put down Ooh. some serious coin, you can do that over at FF. PC, Lots of orphans there. So you say, look, I want to get maybe maybe get a little good deal on a, on a league, on a team. You can go over there or you're like, look, I don't want to put in all the work. Find me a really good team already and I'll just buy the good team and just win ships with that. You can do that as well. Whatever your style is over at FFPC. Best of all, you put in promo code nerds. You will get $25 off any entry for new members. That's promo code nerds over at my FFPC com.
0: Okay, before we get into we're going to give you a couple trades that just went down recently Do for Daniel Jones with Superflex Leagues. Do it. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> 24 first and Mac Jones or Daniel Jones.
1: 24 first and
2: Mac Jones or Daniel Jones. It would, as long as it's not a top three 24 first, then I'll take the Daniel Jones
0: side. Fair, me too, that.
1: Yeah, dude, because you don't want to miss out on one of those high-end I don't want to miss quarterbacks in Williams
0: May right. or or Marvin, right. Harrison, Marvin Jr. Harrison Jr. Yeah, but Daniel Jones still worth any the receiver almost. No, not but you Marvin get Mac Harris. Jones yeah. too. It's Marvin Harrison Jr. Mac Jones will not be the quarterback for the New England Maybe Patriots not, in twenty twenty five. Like he still has value. Right Baca does he? <laughs> Look up Mac Jones see How many sandwiches you find? Uh, Daniel Jones. I, I saw one for Mac Jones and a first for Daniel Jones. Here goes one. Superfly <laughs> Daniel Jones for DK Metcalf in a twenty three second. Oh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Yeah, a second round draft pick. I just got my first DK Metcalf share in this startup draft. Did you ever in my entire life? Does that feel good? That feels weird. Yeah, it feels, <laughs> it feels weird. It Feels kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it works out. Yeah. We'll see if it makes me a isn't bigger it fan weird? Of like
1: when you when not that you, not that we did not like DK. We just thought he was limited and kind of he needed to be at a certain spot. And he got there and it had some success. I didn't have any shares of him, but it's weird to think. Of that kind of player on your team because you yeah, know you're kind yeah. of like, ee, ee, like that's me of...
2: with with uh Harris. Okay. I I have like three shares of him all of a sudden just this year yeah. because like the it's like tipped too far right and the hate's gone too far and I'm like oh well now he's a really good value with a lot of volume. So
0: DK Metcalf is probably one of my biggest misses for like players I thought weren't going to be good and then probably outside of that probably half of Derrick Henry. <laughs> Besides Just that, I'm almost right all half. the time. Now, I'll say guys I like, like Zach Wilson and Clyde Words and be wrong. But listen, book's still not written yet. And Hakeem Butler and Kill <laughs> Harry and a lot of those guys. But anyways. What about uh, Keneal Harry? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Keneal Harry was my favorite. Oh, la- la- last one is uh, Tua Tug of Iola <laughs> or can- Daniel, Daniel Jones. always
2: <laughs>
1: Tua Tug
0: of Iola or Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones.
1: That's close
2: for me. That
0: is
1: really close. Not even close for me. I'll t- no t- I'll take DJ though. Yeah, I, how about this? I have them both in Superflex and I can I can't even think about trading to because I just know I won't get return yeah. like value, you know, in return.
0: Man, I think I got I, 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 I got go to be the owner to go
2: Tua. That offense is just perfect for him it's as long as he stays healthy that offense is perfect for him. For it's, it's, the, it's the as long I've been trying man it's the as long not as really. he stays healthy thing that's yeah. the hold up you know yep. what I mean in everyone's sure. mind
0: you haven't presented one up. them uh, that's not true can we hear about some receivers in this class or, or like even in well we, we still team.
2: got another running back uh, and I'm curious to you know where you guys thought as far as like his range goes so Gibbs right now is the second running back off the board uh, he's going basically at the beginning of the third round Uh, Right now, his ADP is 30 uh, overall, and basically we have right around him. We don't have a ton of running backs right around him, but we have a few picks ahead. We have Kyle Pitts, T. Higgins, Travis Kelsey, and then right behind him, we have Tua, Chris Olave, and Tyreek Hill. The closest running backs are a few spots back, which are Travis Etienne and Saquon Barkley. Did you say Gibbs is the second running back? Second rookie running
0: back off oh, the second board. second rookie running fifth yeah. Fifth running back overall. Fifth yeah. running he's back. He's right overall. behind. It goes, It's literally he's the fourth running back off the board, right? Fifth. 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 It's Bijan Robinson, Brees Hall, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, cmc. oh Jim, CMC. CMC. I forgot about CMC. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely take Gibbs ahead of Travis Kelsey at this point for the age difference, but like. That does seem high for Kelsey. I don't, like, I don't hate, like, I would probably take two ahead of him because he's a quarterback. Like, I would take two ahead of him. But besides that, like, I'd be real. The only other player I see here that I'm tempted tempted to take is Chris Olave. I'm kind of surprised how high, not necessarily. Well, of course Daniel Jones.
2: Not, not necessarily Gibbs is going, but some of these other running backs, like Travis Etienne and Kenneth Walker, still holding very good value. So Travis Etienne coming off the board as running back six, and Kenneth Walker coming off the board as running back eight. A little bit surprised in that after we saw what happened in the draft.
0: Yeah, I'm taking Saquon ahead of uh, ETN for sure. Me too. Easily.
1: Yeah, both of those guys, right? I mean, Saquon, I, How, guess, I guess Kenneth Walker gets a little bit tricky, but at the same time, it's it's Saquon for the next four years. You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
0: but you got Gibbs there with that 12th overall draft pedigree in Ben Johnson's offense. I really like where this offense is going. It kind of makes Jared Goff a nice bump here too for a buy yeah, I don't know where his ADP is, but like, and I, think, I, I honestly think for all everybody out there, I think that Hendon Hooker, um, Golf was already attainable. I think that Hendon Hooker pick is kind of like a, a trap, and I think it even lowered the value of Jared Goff even more. I think Jared Goff coming off almost was almost basically a quarterback one this year. Uh, he
2: was he was just on the cusp, I believe, and he's currently. Tw- Quarterback 21 off the board.
0: Yeah. Another year in Ben Johnson's offense. Remember, I mean, Ben Johnson did such a good job with this offense. He was getting head coaching interviews and then he pulled himself out of them. And he's like, listen, I'm going to finish this, what I started here, knowing that if I do this again, I'll be the first in line to get my yeah, job and get, get his choice. He gets basically three new weapons because Sam, Williams didn't really play last year,
2: Jameson Williams. Yep. So he'll be back after six games, uh, Laporta and Gibbs like three bona fide offensive and weapons. David Montgomery. And they have one of the, yeah. And, and, David Sam and Sam Laporta. Yeah. Like you mentioned. Yeah. And, and they have one of the best offensive lines in football.
1: Is there anything going on in the, in the back of your guys's mind that Deandre Swift was not used correctly? Gibbs what if they do not use him correctly or what if he slips
2: into a doghouse I'll tell you what I heard remember Swift wasn't drafted by I understand it Dan Campbell I think that's part of it
0: I'll tell you what I heard okay the rumor source uh, not a source this is I read this online okay I I I wish I could attribute who I read it from two different sources that sources but people people they're in that building said uh Dan Campbell deemed DeAndre Swift soft and that's what it was that he felt he was too soft to play in his, uh, for his team and his offense. And there's times where like, he was like banged up and he felt like, Hey, you need to get out there and help the team. Um, and that's why they moved on. That's okay. from what I read. Um, I mean, that makes, that makes sense right? of what it was going made sense on to me too. And I don't think you put that out there without somebody telling you that. And right. I, that's, I usually find a good eye that like reading between like the bull crap and then the good stuff. I felt really good about this. I read it two different spots. So for me, I think, Listen, I mean, when you invest that high of a pick in a running back, you have to prove like you have to make like save your job. You have to be right. Like you can't miss on that. So like, and that's for everybody. So they're gonna put Jameer Gibbs and I think with David Montgomery in a good spot here to succeed. And we already know how electric he is. And I think with that offensive line and the weapons around him and Jared Goff's, you know, keeping everything could can keep everything short. I think that helps Gibbs a ton. I think Garrett gave the stat of all these guys taking this high are running back ones. And what is it? So the big thing here, going back to what I said originally to with Jared Goff is where does Jameer Gibbs thrive? Passing game. The passing game. That's it's it. another passing weapon for Jared Goff. So as, as much as I'm sitting there pounding a the table for Daniel Jones and Superflux, like with that hand and hooker dip, which I think I will say now, I think the lions end up extending Jared Goff. Yeah, I think they very well could, and you know, because look at, I mean, look at all the young talent they have on these like long-term deals. Like they have the money to give Jared Goff uploaded up front on a deal to, to kind of protect themselves. They're all young guys on young what? contracts: Jameson Williams, Amon, Ron St. Brown, Gibbs, and Laporte. They, they have time to pay the quarterback. Right. I
1: don't. I don't know what kind of deal. What kind of deal is he on? Do you guys know offhand? Uh, I
0: think is this the last year of his deal? I'll, I believe I'll look real so, fast because I, I think he had two years.
2: Kind of guaranteed left when he was yeah. traded and he's been there for two years. So, so.
0: Henry Hooker is like a nice safety net just in case like Jared Goff blows up in their face. I don't think that happens. And, and Dan
2: Campbell's already come out and said this is gonna basically be a red shirt year for Hooker. Yeah. So he's, he's not he's on the
1: hook for twenty three and twenty
0: four. Is he? Yeah. So there you go. And I think I think what they'll end up doing is is it, is it guaranteed? Them. Uh,
1: what's like the dead cap? The dead is fifteen, and his cap it's thirty, so they could get out from they underneath out. it if they wanted to. And then next but they year they don't have. Next year to. it drops down to five, and, he, and his cap money is, or cap thirty so one. This, is, this so. is his last
0: year, essentially. If they want to, if they wanted to, they move wanted on, to. They could next year pretty easily. They could definitely move on after this year. I, I, again, I mean, just I from, from everything I've seen on tape, like where where would I put all my money? I would put it on Jared Goff, which is again a couple of years ago. It's nuts. Like so, when you're talking like. My immediate strategy, like you said before, if you go Bijan, say you won that early take when you went Bijan, and you went like Garrett Wilson, like Mm -hmm. I'm coming back and I'm making sure I'm getting Daniel Jones and Jared Goff, and like on the outside in, like it sounds like gross. But I, I'm in potential have a low end quarterback one, a high end quarterback two, which is enough to win a championship if the right pieces around them. But even then, like even then, it's a challenge because you don't have that top eight guy at Mm -hmm. quarterback. It's that much; it could be that much of a difference make. By the way, I know we're not talking about him specifically, but when you're
2: talking about value of guys that could way outproduce their ADP, Russell Wilson is quarterback twenty right now off the board. So (laughs) no thanks.
0: I think I think I think him. Well, I think well. These Listen old. again. All the reports are hundred percent right. Right? Like, what? It, like, what did Geno Smith do? He went to Seattle and he got a contract extension. Had the best completion percentage. Look good. All, again, all the reports that I sifted through, all the BS was saying Russell Wilson thought he was Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and he wanted to do all these different things. And Pete Carroll was like, No, you can't do that. You do this, and we go to Super Bowls. And Russ is like, No, 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 no. You know, I'm, I'm Mr. Russ. Whatever the hell he's, he's a, he's a knucklehead. And then he goes out there and they trade him. He goes to Denver. Everything he tries to do, he does horribly. And Gino Smith is out here with the highest completion uh, percent in the NFL. Like to me, uh, like no thanks on Russ. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna give no him, thanks. I'm gonna
2: give him another shot after what we've seen for his entire career. And he gets Sean
0: Payton. I like, bet Sean Payton's gonna get out for. Like, I bet Sean Payton's gonna find a way to like get his guy.
2: Who did they bring in this year?
0: They would Sean they, Payton. They have
2: like <laughs> three years till they can do that.
0: Is it three years out? That's at least, least two. Years? I know that for oh, sure. Oh look, hold on. I would eat that money. He is 35. Yeah, he's getting older. But they, they gave him a huge deal. Yeah, it was stupid. That and the collar deal were kind of stupid, but I get I mean, at least I get the collar deal. I don't get the Rust deal. All I, right.
1: Uh, so they got a potential out in tw- after twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty four. Oh, it's right? a while then. Yes. That's
0: when three the, years, three years. Yeah, you're right. They are stuck. Okay, so yeah, I guess it is good value. I guess, but like, listen, I think I think they'd be willing to be like, yeah, it kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Like, we're we're getting a new quarterback. Like, you think Sean Payne at this point is going to sit around and just lose because they tied to Russell Wilson's money? This, no, I think he thinks he year.
2: can win with them. Why would he go there if he didn't think he? could One hundred and seven yeah, million, yeah, million that dead, dead money right now.
1: Yeah, for Russ.
2: Yeah, they can't they can't get out from. I think
0: he's the guy who a win. Walmart by
2: them because chump change. Yeah, Sean Sean Payton didn't have to go there. Like he could have easily stayed retired or gone somewhere else, or like yeah, I think he thinks he can win with Russell Wilson. All
0: right, let's talk more rookies here. So after we get after Jameer Gibbs Garrett, where's the next rookie off the board that we're looking at? It's gonna be Jackson Smith and Jigba. Correct. Uh at 39 and a half. Well, the first thing that kind of jumps on my mind here is he went ahead of Devontae Smith by one spot. He he's being drafted as a wide receiver one. He's the 12th wide receiver off the board right now. Yeah, that's kind of nuts and eyes. And I really like really, I love him. I like Jackson Smith and Jigba a ton. Yeah. Um, I think he's a quality player. I think he's gonna be a really good quality PPR guy. But here are my concerns, okay? One, you have Devontae Smith, who's already a wide receiver. One with AJ Brown, and I absolutely love him. I think he's a stud. I think he's good value here. I would consider taking Jackson Smith, uh, Devonte Smith, at the back end of the second round. Let alone here he is going to the back end of the third round, mid of the third round. This is, I mean, this is classic rookie bias right here. Right? I mean, classic. Yeah. And here's, but here's my other thing that I haven't, re- re- I haven't really articulated this anywhere else or really talked about it out loud. I think I was talking about Jared on the phone the other day. My concern here, like, and this is just me thinking out loud, though. It's like, okay, I love Jackson Smith and Jigba. I do. I do too. Me too. He was the first wide receiver off the board in NFL draft. We've seen lately over these last couple of years, like these wide receivers are being going crazy high in these NFL drafts because the way the NFL like is nowadays, you Mm -hmm. need these receivers. In the back of my head, I am somewhat like, wow, he went like 20th overall. Like he slipped essential. Like he slipped in the draft. Like anybody that wanted receiver could easily could have trade up and jumped ahead of Seattle. Not even thinking maybe Seattle would taking a run about their receiver there. He slipped in the draft. We're like, we're really good receivers. They don't get out of those early teens. They just don't. The elite ones go top 10. The really good ones go in early teens.
2: Well, typically. But I mean, we saw CD lamb slip. We saw Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. So
0: and, and I'm, I, this is not me saying I don't like Jackson Smith and Jingle. He's Still yeah. my working wide receiver one, but going to Seattle, you know he's got to sit a year behind Tyler Lockett. He's got to sit a year, you know, a couple of years. It'd be him and DK Metcalf. But he's going to have to sit a year behind Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett's too good. He'll be involved with the offense. You know, not enough to really be, you hope he could be a wide receiver three this year, possibly, which I'm okay with because where you're drafting them at, like, then your team's still gonna be bad. And I love when I get a receiver that's produce right a producer of the year and give me one more year to get a high pick. Like, yep. I love when I could do that when I'm in that kind of rebuild mode. Like, I wanna be able to, like, double up those high picks. I don't want production. Like, Jameer Gibson going give you production. Like, he's gonna bump you up some spots. JSN won't I'm, do that. Agreed. But, like, thinking out loud, it's like, wow, he kind of slipped a little bit there in NFL draft and being the 20th, you know, the first receiver, but in the 20s, like, to take him ahead of guys like even DK Metcalf, take ahead of a guy like Devonte Smith. Um, and honestly, even like a guy like Drake London, who's locked in as the number one weapon there in Atlanta, who looked really good at the end of last year as well. Like for me personally, like when we're looking at young receivers, Devonte Smith, DK Metcalf, which is kind of gross for me to say out loud. and, Drake London are three receivers. I know we're splitting hairs here, but listen, in a start up and for trade value, like this, is what you're looking for. Like, I would rather have those guys well, than Jack Smith let, and Jigba. Even it, if go ahead, Matt.
1: Let me just ask you this one question: rookie tape only, not knowing what Drake London did last year in the NFL. Who do you like better off rookie tape? I guess this is probably a better question. I'm to I can tell you exactly who I like nerd better. Score. Um, it, I mean, I know who I like better. Jackson Smith and Drake I like ba- Jackson Smith and Jigbo better than than Drake. Oh, you like
0: Devontae Smith more
1: off tape. Yeah. OK. I think, okay I'm, I'm pretty can't even sure I like Jackson, Jackson
2: Smith more because he had a seventy eight point eight five for me. Yeah. I get um,
0: listen. I get that. Too. So
1: I mean the situation there in Atlanta does look better now. Drake got a seventy seven point seven five. So almost a full point higher. Yeah. So so full point. Higher. So for me I, I think that's I, I'll have a conversation but it's always going to go back to kind of how I've how I viewed them when they came, especially when they're that close in in draft classes, you know what I mean. That I I would go to Jackson Smith and Jigba before Drake London and and feel okay about it, okay. just knowing that long term I think I'm getting the better player.
0: Totally fine with it. And again, we're splitting hairs, so I'm not gonna yeah. like I'm not saying you know what I mean we're splitting hairs. Like I'm not saying there's even a right or wrong answer. Here. There obviously will be by that couple of years on a row. We'll find right. out. No, but now it
1: is totally personal choice. But it's, so in a personal
0: choice right. in a vacuum, I'm gonna give you guys this is all versus Jackson Smith and Jigba. Just give me your answer quick. Devontae Smith. DeMonte
1: Smith. I'll take DeMonte. Smith.
0: Smith for me. Um, DK Metcalf. I'll take uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'll take Metcalf. I would take Metcalf as well. Um, who's the other one I had? The, uh, there's two more guys right behind him. Uh, Drake London. Sorry.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, JSN. JSN, yep.
0: JSN for you too? Mm-hmm.
1: I what I would, what uh, about the guy that went right ahead of him? Stephon Diggs. I think that one's a little tricky, huh?
0: It depends how my team's built. Yeah. Either, either I'm contending now or I'm how, not. How old
1: is Diggs now? 29?
0: Yeah, he's, li- he's yeah. running right almost 30. He's li- he's guaranteed two more years in Buffalo. Yeah. Guaranteed two more years. Uh, even, a, even a
2: couple spots late. like, I mean, we're talking now like 15 or so spots later.
0: We're looking at wide receiver 19 and 21 are Michael Pittman Jr. That's, and Debo Samuel. That was, my, that was my next guy I was going to ask you guys was Michael Pittman Jr. That's close. Or JSN. Yeah. No, I know. See, the rub
1: with Pittman is now that he's got an unknown quarterback. You know what I mean? He's always had an unknown quarterback. No, but I know it's like now it's like, can this dude even throw the ball at all? Yeah, but I mean, long term, does
0: JSN not really have an unknown quarterback? I think, I think JSN's got, yeah, he's got
1: Geno Smith for really? the next I mean, two years. For two years. So right. I mean,
0: that's pretty murky. Uh-huh. That's like saying like, you know, Oh, Chris Godwin's got Tom Brady going to last year, but, you know, but, or two years ago. but
1: literally literally right now. I don't know if, but right now Michael you don't Pittman, like you. I don't know if I can rely on Michael Pittman this year.
0: Yeah. I, I guarantee I would bet my, uh, new cup over here that, uh, nice stickers, Michael Pittman, uh, i produces Jackson Smith. and Yeah. Jenner for this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would say, yeah. I mean, there's a but, lot of receivers I say. But uh, what if they him.
1: do what you say and they literally don't throw the ball? How is he going to outproduce them?
0: Uh, that's how little production Jackson was is going to get. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Andrew Richardson's got a strong arm, bro. Uh, <laughs> Who else is throwing the football? <laughs> Salani Pierce. Woods. Oh yeah. So Ale- true, true. Alec Pearson, Josh
2: Downs are the other guys that are going to be there, but Oh, and Josh Downs, Josh, yeah. I take Downs off. Slice and Dice and Downs.
0: <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> it just, I mean, for again, so when we talk about, and this was kind of almost a I whole point of it. <laughs> Thank you. Please this, do. This is the whole point of the kind of the show, right? Like this is like the premise of the whole show. Right. This is the perfect player to talk about. Cause the other guys we talked about, like this was a player we had as a number uh, two guy coming into the draft. Obviously Gibbs draft capital, uh, can split those hairs there between the two, like uh, to a preference of need, either sure. receiver or running back. But when you take Jackson Smith and Jigba as a whole, and now you throw them into all this other group, or does he slide down all of a sudden down to the fourth round? And that's the conversation we're having. So for me, you know, with that rookie hype, I'm using this to, on a player that I love and want to capitalize. And I think, I think the consensus, the only consensus we have here is Devonte Smith. So the move is try and trade Jackson Smith and Jigba for Devontae Smith. Smith. Yeah. I mean, if that's you we, if we if you can get the rookie favor,
1: ADP hype, and uh, use that and, and and get a guy that you really like and and you've seen at the NFL, I mean, I think that's well, that's the move.
2: And, and the other thing is, we don't necessarily have to be trading these guys straight up like Michael Pittman for Jackson Smith and Jigba. If they're super close to you like they are for me, then you can wait a round and a half and just take Michael Pittman Jr., and get a round and a half value, and get another player up in that and range. Startup in a startup, get Saquon Barkley. Get you know, I don't like Kenneth Walker as much now, but you could get him. You could get DK Metcalf for Devontae Smith. Like you can get one of those players, and then just get Michael Pittman Jr. around and a half later. Right? Where are we on time, Jared? We are at fifty-seven.
0: So we're about to wrap this up. So we got to jump down to the uh, first tight end on the board. Oh. We gotta jump down to uh tight uh, husband material. The husband twenty-four overall. Dalton Kincaid, 69th ninth uh, Even S- actual tight end went off the board No, rookie tight end. No, rookie rookie uh, tight end. Yeah, who I mean number one tight end on my board, yeah, for sure. Right behind Kyle Pitts. Uh number one tight end on your lap. Number one. <laughs> yeah. It's a very pointy situation around here. Um I don't know how far I'll take this Dalton and Cade love, but boy, do I just want to push it to the limit. So when I'm right, like I could just kind of stand on that thing and pat myself <laughs> on the back profusely. Um, <laughs> just stand on that thing. <laughs> and if it's like, a, if it, it, if it's like a Clyde Edwards, a situation, I'll just brush it under the rug. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're all wrong. Sometimes <laughs> can be right all the time. Right. Um, we're all wrong once a year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm, not, I'm playing my flag on this guy. I, I mean, for me, I mean, so his value doesn't seem too far off here, but like, when I see George Kittle, and I get it, George Kittle's a strong name. Would you rather have Dalton Kincaid or George Kittle in Dynasty?
2: <sighs> that's a situation.
1: Yeah, it really is. I mean, if if I've already drafted a tight end, I'd feel really great getting Dalton Kincaid here. Uh, it, but if Kincaid's the first guy I'm drafting, that's you're going to have to back him up with
0: some stuff. You know, what I mean? well, I'd back him. I'd immediately draft like Greg Zolcich, and then yeah. I'd draft Mike Sicki, and then Zach Ertz. And get a Juwan Jones and that. Yeah, Jawan Johnson. So I
1: mean I guess it, it all depends on the rest of your team, though, as well. Like if, if you're a win now.
0: Jawan's Johnson, <laughs> tight end 27.
1: So if you're but like he's okay. listed as like wide receivers places, that's he's a tough one to nail down. If
0: man. you're missing like if you're passing on tight end early, right? And yeah. then you're like, okay, I'm gonna aim, I'm gonna aim for Goddard, I'm gonna aim for um Dalton Cade. That category because after him, it's like pretty much Pat Fireman So it's, it's like a tier there. Like Dallas Goddard and Kincaid for me are in a tier, which is tier two for tight ends, mm-hmm. which is in are like in that tier two, like Goddard is pushing in, like they have a foot in that tier one for tight ends. So you push and say Dallas Goddard goes two spots before you. So Kincaid's clearly the best board. You take him as your tight end one, you know, around here. Is there anywhere around here like I would rather have Kincaid than Kittle?
1: Kincaid, then Kid. I
0: think, I think, I mean, I think Kills that's probably nine.
1: Yeah, that's probably the answer just just due to age. Let me ask you this if, if it's Kincaid or like a, a first-round draft pick in 2024, what are you doing in a, in a, a super flex tight end? If draft. my
0: team's not like straight dog poo, yeah. Kincaid. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Listen, we're in that, uh, Nerds Calculator League today, and uh, somebody's like, uh, this pick is for sale. It was one nine, and Kincaid was on the board. And I was like, oh, I'm offering my pick, and I was like, "Oh, I have Kyle Pitts, son of a (laughs) (laughs) So I was so mad. I was the first time I've ever been mad. I had Kyle Pitts. Dang it! You know, Um, but I mean, I do. I feel really, I feel really strong about Kincaid. Like husband, I know, but I'm just gonna keep pushing that until I'm wrong. You push it. The the the, real good. The real interesting
2: thing is this: the next one, the next rookie tight end, tight end nine for Michael Mayer. So he's already a top 12 guy, top 10 guy. Because you Um, should be taking Sam Laporta ahead of him. And he's going, let's see, he's going almost 20 picks ahead of the next group of tight ends, which is Njoku, Waller, Schultz, Ingram, Komet,
0: Dulcich. Dude, look at this. Zach Charbonnet at 93. Ahead of, this is gross, first of all, ahead of Derek Carr, Deontay Johnson, uh, Jordan Love. This is the guy. Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers.
2: Rodgers is way too low. Him at 26 is like such a good guy. He's playing two
0: years. Listen, listen, everybody listen. When people say, you know what drives me crazy in Dynasty? Oh, I just want to swear. When people are like, oh, dude, he's only got like two years left. Are you not trying to win back-to-back ships? Yeah, you know. <laughs> are you not like how big of a window do you think your championship window is? How many championships are you winning? Over? Two years left, twenty-four months. No, me that—that's back. If you win, if you win two titles in the entire history of your dynasty league, on uh, that twelve years, fifteen years or so, that's a massive success. So when Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm probably going to play. They have to, because otherwise they're paying him $100 million next right. year. He's playing two years with the Jets with these weapons. For you, like, oh, he's only got, like, two years. Yeah, bro, cool. Look what Tom Brady did in his last couple of years. bye buy, buy. buy.
1: And that's Will why Levis gr- go behind him? I mean, I, that's why I got what? him in that nerds calculator league. That's why I got him. I mean, I,
0: I'm in a little bit of a window there, and, and that's why. Yeah,
2: Geno Smith, Will Levis, like. Dude. How are these guys going ahead?
0: And this is why, like, when you take Anthony Richardson, you go out and buy it? like at two one, like, oh, here, here's, you know, if you have, wherever you get it, like, here's, give me Aaron Rodgers. Like, when you play Dynasty, I, I've over, I've been playing Dynasty for almost twenty years now, and I hear that all the time, and a lot of times even that's wrong, but like, he's only got two years left, you know, that's all it is. Tyree Kill, he announced he's only playing for two more years. There's, there's got to be ADP drop there, but like, oh, I don't want him now, like, yeah, I do. I do creates a window,
1: yeah. If you if you're in that championship window, go out and
0: get them. Yeah, it's it's where the value
1: just took a dump, so you you can get them cheaper now. It's great. It's
0: it's where it's a it's a funny thing in Dynasty. It's where you know we always preach age. You want these players over a certain age, but when you hit a window man does that age value just plummet and you could just gobble up guys like mike williams for two one aaron Rodgers for two one, you know what you I mean like there's a or a or two twelve you're like you, you package your future first like your are 24 first which you plan on winning this year so you know it's gonna be about 112 anyways right. you get in there and that's why another thing i gotta say is when you make trades and then we'll end it on this unless you guys got something else to say Nope. When you make trades with teams that are like contenders that are all in, like say this year, like, oh, I don't want this trade. And the contender comes be like, I'll give you my 24 first. So I'm like, damn, dude, your team's pretty good. It's probably going to be 111, 112. Usually those teams are pretty old. Never take their fall on year first. Push it out to 2025. Because who knows what happened in that year and who gets hurt? Their sure. team's older. Like, never take the following years first from a contender.
1: Two years down the road might be a much different story.
0: A very different story. Because those teams like that can fall off so quickly. Because they're usually, they're thin because they're making all these trades. They don't have a lot of draft picks to recoup, so they're not adding young talent there. When that team falls off, it falls off hard. It's the quickest way to go from getting like, Oh, how'd you get Bijan your team so good? Oh, do I made a trade with this contender? I, trade, I traded
1: Michael Thomas, a contender, two years ago. Yeah, that's <laughs> how I got Saquon in one of <laughs> yeah, our leagues. Right. Like
0: I trade I made a year two a trade two years out. He was a contender. By the time that came around, he had the worst team in the league. Right. So I just want to end on that. When you make oh, those oh, trades yeah. the following year, make sure that you trade for multiple Future. years out that you can. And like if you can trade three years out in a good 2026, 20, that almost guarantees that team's gonna be bad. Because then it, at worst case. At one point, they might get scared that their team's old and trying to blow it up, not even realizing they don't have their own first, and then it's guaranteed to be a high pick.
1: And by the way, Michael Thomas might actually be a nice buy at this point, right? Yeah. I think I mean, mean, there's there's he he's probably, probably a third-round draft pick or something yeah, like that. Probably
0: cost you like a, probably a foot long. I mean, it's not cheap, but it's... $5? Five, don't $5. get pointy. Yeah. so that's it let's get a what's a uh, nerder show we're gonna jump into questions, questions. We're we're mailbag. mailbag a lot Ooh. of people got a lot of questions after the NFL draft and guess what we got the answers nerds have the answers mm-hmm. adios